job, Black Lotus. Good job. That's tough. <laughs> Yo, 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 welcome to the Black Lotus Podcast. This is your co-host, Mike Blue. And your co-host, Josiah Jacobs. And uh, we got a very special collaboration episode today. It's going to be some real game spit today. Y'all are in for a treat and a delight. We are collaborating with the infamous That's Tough Podcast. Yes, sir. So, yeah, today, you know, we just wanted to... Today, I had a feeling that... There's a lot of things going on in uh, in the world today, so I felt like we should do a, more of a lighthearted episode, mm-hmm. just because our last few episodes were very serious. Um, so I decided that today's going to be a game talk. You know, what I'm saying we, we we can't when when I when Claude pulled up today, we had talked about you know some things that were going on in our lives. Of course, we're not going to be telling you guys what's going on, but we will be giving you guys. You know, a little bit of game and a little bit of uh, seasoning from uh, the things that we've been experiencing. <laughs> seasoning. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into today's topic. And here we go. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? We Today's topic, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's a very – today's conversation is going to be an interesting one because I don't think we've actually conducted a game talk podcast we, we've, where we've actually just explicitly said this is how you know what I'm saying this is how our experiences with women are and uh, not not specifically but this is this is this is really what men go through in mm-hmm. the dating world yeah so uh, I guess I'll start off I feel that the dating world has reached an equilibrium in my life where I uh, I'm happy where I am. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't think I've ever. There's like there's been few occasions where I've said I am actually happy where with I am dating wise. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm, I've I've hit a very comfortable place where I'm in control of what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and why I want to do it. Um, before it was usually up to you know the girl or um it was up to the both of us and we come to a mutual agreement but lately it's just been like i want to do this and they just been like okay mm-hmm. so i i really appreciate you know and it takes time because you got to find the right ones and and that process itself is like difficult because nobody wants to uh constantly keep getting bickered at and uh having to go into arguments and Keep going through the same toxic cycles as we all know, um, but once you you find the right one, once you find the you know you know what I'm saying, you you'll be straight. Um, I feel that a lot of men you know they complain about it, and uh, I'm not I'm not gonna exempt myself from that because of course you know I've had that point in time where I was complaining, but. I can no longer complain because... Uh, so you don't though, complain at all anymore? 
Huh? You don't complain at all anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you make it sound like. I'm like, uh, it's, it's not. It, I'm not. It's always gonna be some bull. In the of game. course, it's gonna it's be some bullshit. Bull. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be some bull every now. I mean, but like the bull is not. It's not the same bull. It's tolerable. tolerable. It's tolerable bull. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, I've got. A, I have a question for you. Though. Okay. What do you think allowed you to come to this perspective? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? What do you think led led to yeah. this mastery that you? Okay, it's not mastery. It's not mastery. It's not mastery. Okay, let me let me be clear because I know sometimes I sound like Daddy Long Dick, <laughs> um, but um, it's not mastery. It's just I found a groove and I found a comfort zone where mm-hmm. I feel appreciated. Right. Okay. And uh, previously, I didn't feel like my uh, my worth was appreciated mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. the dating. But now it is. I think it's just because I'm more comfortable with who I am, mm-hmm. and and within my masculine frame. Mm-hmm. So do you th- do you think it could be the fact that you have more developed now than you did when you were younger? Because I've oh. I've noticed this since starting a podcast, since getting developed with you know working and stuff like that. Ever since I like elevated my status, I know that I noticed that. I got more attention, not just from girls and, you know, other things like that, but I got more attention in general from society, from other people. So I think as you, obviously as men start to age and, you know, develop and once they hit 30, they're in their prime because they got money, they got the status and everything (laughs) like that. And they got the dad body. Exactly, exactly. So do you think it's because you're, you know, elevating your status on your podcast, everything like that? I think since I hit 21, Actually, I'm not. I'm not even gonna say since I hit 21. After after 2020, um, after 2021 summer, I feel like I just um, something was different. Mm-hmm. I noticed something had changed. I didn't know what it was, but when I hit 21, I also noticed. I I I, I kind of like. I I knew something had changed. I it wasn't like a notice, you know. Like yeah. Before I had noticed something was like different. Then I realized something had really, like, I had really grown into something like, mm-hmm. that was, you know. But I wasn't, I didn't really truly understand my whole potential. Now yeah. I feel like I'm more like a full, you know, full force to be reckoned with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, I don't like to call myself a prize because I don't like to call women prizes either. Okay. I feel like I'm somebody that. Should I call myself a prize? <laughs> well, I mean, the reason why I don't call people prizes is because I don't feel like a person should feel like they're an object mm-hmm. that's that's valid you know what i'm saying and, and and i feel like when you label a person as a prize you kind of you kind of make the connection that you have with that person less mm-hmm. because a prize is something that you you know do whatever you want with and uh uh in, instead of coming to realizations and having experiences with a person based off of the connection that you have with them and the bond that you have with them, mm-hmm. it's all in, I can do this because I won you mm-hmm. and you're mine. I don't want, I don't want to be anybody's. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be anybody's until I have a ring on my finger. <coughs> I feel Or until that. I ask somebody to marry me. So um, that, that's not to say I won't be exclusively dating in the future, but. Just know that even when we're exclusively dating, I'm still not yours. What do you mean by that? You're yeah, still not yours. I was about to say, yours like, in what way? Like, 
when a person says that you're they like oh you're mine mm-hmm. that's more of like a like a thing where it's like a permanent thing like like you're like like now we are together like we are a unit now mm-hmm. we are an item you know what i'm saying at that point now you have my last name so now now you now i have to take you a lot more serious because what you do reflects upon my my legacy Okay. You know what I'm saying so so when I say that you're not mine or I'm not yours, you might, you know, be as you know, you might be my girl, mm-hmm. but you're not my wife. And there's levels to that. And just because you're my girl doesn't mean I also don't have other girls. I have like one girl could be my one girl could be mine. And another girl can be mine. You know bro, what I'm saying? But they're still bro. my girl. <laughs> do, you, but do you actually believe that, bro? I'm, but listen, because, because it's not exclusive, though. But, That's bro, what I'm saying. Bro, it's, it's non-exclusive. Bro, if you had a girlfriend right now, bro, are you I'm not saying she's. Not, I'm not saying she's my girlfriend. I'm just saying because, bro, Claude, my trip in really seemed like he's talking about in the context of a girlfriend. No, it, it, no, I, so, no, I said it's not exclusive. So you're saying you're if you're not in a relationship, like committed relationship, yeah. then you're not going to claim her as yours or anything like that. She doesn't get the benefits yes, of being precisely. yours. Once she becomes yours, that's when she gets the benefits of yeah. everything. Okay, exactly. but but at the same time, you don't get everything. I guess that's what I'm really trying to articulate. It, it, it's levels to it. So it's always you're always gonna have an extra added level to the relationship. So for example, yeah. at the start of a relationship, you may be doing one thing, but once you get to you know girlfriend status, first few months you may be getting something. Once you get the wife status, you get that elevated yeah. thing. You don't got to worry about nothing once you get to that status. Okay, I get what you're saying. Because like, when I'm like, when I'm when I'm in the dating, when I'm in the, when I'm in the sexual marketplace, I feel that um, I'm just presenting who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give anything. I'm just I'm just presenting who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get to know each other. You know, what I'm saying that that's simple. You know what I'm saying you can do that with a bunch of different people, and and, and that's justified. And I'm not, and I used to frown upon that because I'm, I used to feel like that was like insincere. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's cutting out time and cutting out BS when it comes to trying to. And it also gets rid of that. It also gets rid of that one itis right. that I used to have. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 with that, it, it developed me into a person who understands he has options and. Okay, and so, I feel like that's where I am right now. Okay, so I understand your frame of thinking, but okay, let's say my articulation not not. not no, 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 no. I have a question. Okay, I have a question. Okay, so is there a difference between when you marry a girl and she's your girlfriend in your eyes? Like yes, uh, okay, an no. extreme. Oh, okay, difference. wait, okay. Let's say she's your girlfriend, but eventually she's she's going to become your wife. Yeah. When you marry her, are you going to treat her differently? Yes. In what way? Um, my girlfriend is not going to have her bills paid for. Okay. Okay. She can live with me, but she's not going to have her bills paid for. She's going to have to continue to, you know what I'm saying, pay her, you know, her, her, her proportion. But when we get married, then we can start to talk about proportions and, you know what I'm saying, it's not going to be 50-50 anymore because the roles and uh, and since we're starting to work together now to build a future the the expenses are going to be different. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be paying 
the mortgage and you might be paying like the utility bills and I'll handle the investments and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to stuff like that, like with me personally, I plan on retiring at 45 because of all my business ventures that I'm going to be getting into in the next 25 years mm-hmm. um, or 25 to 24 or whatever, 20 years. Um, I'm not going to be spending frivolous, frivolous money. So if you, if that's something that you want to do, you're going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. But I can at least secure you a place to stay and some food and take you on a trip every now and then. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be trying to, because at, at that at that point, I'm not going to say like I'm going to stop chasing you. But I'm going to, I'm not going. That's not going to be. I, you I, said I don't stop chase, chasing her. Yeah, I don't chase. I, that's that's another thing. I, I was about to say, are you I, chasing I, in the first I, place? I don't chase. I don't chase. I pursue. Okay. I pursue, and pursuing is an action that comes from both sides. So we meet in the middle. Right. So like. When it comes, like, let me give an example. Um, I was uh, dating this one girl, and I felt like she wasn't uh, she wasn't putting enough energy in. So when I started to slide back, she noticed and she asked me like, "What's what's going on?" And I said, "It's simple. You just wasn't you wasn't you wasn't putting enough energy in." So I was just I'm just doing what was natural to me. Yeah, I'm just being I'm just doing what was taught to me. I'm I'm the same way. (laughs) <laughs> like, like that's that's kind of how I move now, bro. It's like when, when for me, like I said earlier, I view myself as a prize, and not I don't think I'm the prize, but I have a, a lot of confidence in myself, mm-hmm. and I I know what I bring to the table, as as a man, I I know what I bring like e- emotionally. I I know I I know how to cater to your needs, and and if you want to if like I know how to cater to your needs and I, I know I know what I stand on as a man like my my purpose and everything that I that I that I just stand on and I and if a girl feels like I don't want him then like I let her go like that you like know? it's nothing like and it's easy cuz I'm like I have so much respect for myself but like if if you don't want to be here then I don't want you here I'm not because gonna, because if you don't want to be here, you don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Like, and, and and at the moment I feel put, like, I feel like you falling back. I can fall back even quicker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I can fall back even. Quicker. And it's not even. I don't a even give you. I don't even give you. It's not a. It's not a competition. Yeah. It's just like natural. It's just. Yeah. It's just instinctual for me now. Yeah. But it wasn't before. I had something I had to build up to. I think everyone has to learn that at some point. Like right, I feel right. like everyone has that one relationship where they gave literally everything <laughs> that they had all. to you know make sure that that person had everything they need buying them food, buying them whatever whatever it was. Like somebody everybody has that relationship where they give their all and then they realize that, you know, they were not not necessarily getting taken advantage of, but they were they weren't getting everything they should have been getting yeah. in return. They weren't as appreciated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause yeah, after a while people start to, you know, miss what they can't have, obviously. But if you're giving it to them constantly and constantly exactly. they're never gonna miss that. Never. So I think a lot of what, you know, today's dating culture is, is like people are starting to realize that more often. It's like you can't just, you know, expect, you know, me to buy everything you want right away. Yeah. Like there's there's obviously levels to that. Yeah, for surely. Like, and people who do expect that are birds. If women <laughs> who expect hella stuff off rip. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you bird, a good analogy. Man, no. <laughs> I'm going to give you Run. a good analogy. I'm going to give you a good analogy. 
People in New York, they get crumbs, and they get big old loaves of bread, and they'll go to the park, and they'll just take a piece of bread and throw it to the birds, <laughs> throw it to the ducks, right? And so they're feeding them, right? Mm-hmm. But when there's no more bread, they go and they walk off, right? And mm-hmm. the birds are still there eating what whatever is left. But when there's nothing left and, there's, and the person's gone, they're looking for the next person to come yeah. and feed them. Damn. So we can't expect Damn. we can't expect we can't expect them to not bite at everything if they're a bird. Mm-hmm. They're going to eat whatever they can mm-hmm. because people are there to feed them. And I feel like there's a lot of orbiters out there Ooh. and simps. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and they uh, they really like they really like feed they really feed they really feed you guys with attention at the expense of themselves. Yeah. There's a difference between giving a girl attention and and, and, and and doing it doing it when it's necessary and doing it at the expense of yourself. Right. Yeah. Because like if you're seeing a girl every day, like what are you really you're 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 not doing anything you I'm not gonna say you're not doing anything, but you're not doing everything that you can do to benefit yourself and get yourself to where you want to be in life. Right. Because you unless you really just have a family oriented purpose your purpose right now should not be trying to find the one. It should be trying to get that bag. You know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to trying to get yourself in a position so that your purpose is fulfilled. But at she, this age. But if she comes, it doesn't it doesn't that doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing. But that's not yeah. what you should be striving for. Exactly. It's not what you should be looking I'm trying exactly. to find the perfect girl for me. It's like, nah, nah bro, like that's she's not, gonna come. That, that's not that's not how you date. That's not how you're supposed to date. You're not supposed to be looking for the for the one every time I don't know like I feel like it's like it's just like like you see what happens and you know if if some shit happen you know it's gonna happen but it's like it's not something that you should be looking for all the time I think that's where a lot of men get fucked up is when they they start looking for for a girl and they start pedestalizing a girl who mm-hmm. who does not who does not deserve it mm-hmm. like she doesn't deserve it at all but but they're they're always doing everything that she wants everything she needs and she's not really doing nothing for him and when you start to do that that's when you lose her. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing that, like, a previous in a previous life, I got caught up with. When you when you feel like they're not giving enough, you start to feel like you're not giving enough, so you try to give more. And then you start to realize how much of a jackass you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for real. There's a song. There's a song that we both love. Payback is a dog by the stylistic. <laughs> it's That's a song. dog. Bro, Payback is a dog. A female dog at that. <laughs> 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 No, for real though. It's it's when you turn around and you look at like everything that you've done out of a relationship. You have to ask yourself. It's not about who won. It's about if you were comfortable leaving that relationship, how it was, mm-hmm. with you either not not necessarily being on top or winning, but you giving not necessarily like you're all, but like you giving more than you should have and mm-hmm. if you're content with that that's something that you know i guess you would have to ask yourself if you really are ready for a relationship yeah because if because that's honestly not healthy you wanting to please the woman all the time and give her everything that she needs just because she's yours mm-hmm. and it doesn't work like that yeah. Because if you give her everything, she's not going to appreciate it. She's just going to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. 
And so for those young men out there who think that uh, Shivery is dead, it's not. But to those niggas out there who are simps, Shivery is not the primary thing that's going to get you good in the right. dating game. Oh, yeah. the, the other thing about that is, like, there's so many different contradictory things there the is. Media. So, like, everyone there says, is. like, oh, you're supposed to be a gentleman. Like, you're taught when you're younger. You're supposed to be a gentleman right. when taking out a girl or something like that. Yeah. You're supposed to, you know, open doors, do all this stuff. Um, and that could be, you know, taken in the in the younger mind as, oh, I need to do everything for her. She doesn't need <laughs> to do anything like that. But it isn't until, like, you really start to grow up and really start to understand how not just women work, but just how humans work in general. Facts. You can't just give your all to somebody in general. Like, yeah. Or else they'll take advantage of you. If you That's give right. your all to a job, they'll take advantage of you. Facts. If you say, I can work every day, they'll put you every day that they need you. They'll Facts. call you on your off day and they'll do whatever they need yeah. to get like get what they need. Because at yeah. the end of the day, nobody really cares Nobody's about out there for you, you that much. Yeah. So, like, you have to understand that, except like. Your mama. Except, except your mama and your dad. Yeah. 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 Well. Situation, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, yeah, um, but for the most part, like, you have to understand that, like, you just have to understand what a relationship is going to take before you start actively looking for a relationship. Like, a bunch of people are actively looking for a relationship and don't know how to act in a relationship, actively looking for it, it's crazy, don't know how to act. That's 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 a quote right there, sound bite. Um, (laughs) but no, um, that's absolutely true. I feel that. Everybody wants that because they feel that they can't be alone. Mm-hmm. Instead of, it's better for two brains instead of one. That's what it really should be. Mm-hmm. Two people is always better than one to, you know, either take on life, have a have a family with, or simply just to have fun. Because you know you can have you have a, you can have fun by yourself you know you you can love yourself oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying you can have a relationship and raise a family by yourself but you're not there's a difference between being by yourself and being in a relationship being by yourself is a limited amount of thriving mm-hmm. you can only you can only thrive to a certain amount by yourself because even in life in general you know, if you do everything by yourself, no help, you're only going to be limited to the things and the interactions that you and the experiences that you've experienced. But when you have when you add somebody else to the equation, their experiences, their wisdom and their intellect is now being added to the equation. And so now you have more things to work with. You have, you have more uh, when it comes to a two parent household, you have more money, you have better structure, better states, better stability. You have multiple inputs, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to making decisions. Mm-hmm. And so the decision-making process, even though it might be a little slower, it's more precise and it's more calculated, which usually comes out to being a better decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I'm saying that is because a lot of people are not getting into relationships to thrive, but just to survive. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just to be with somebody, just to be with somebody, not not that particular person, you know. Just to fill a void, exactly. Instead of to experience happiness together, you're trying to make them the reason why you are happy. You're trying to create happiness, exactly. Mm-hmm. Instead of experiencing happiness together, 
Mm-hmm. And that's 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 the major problem when it comes to the dating game today. Nah, uh, one of one of my friends, um, he was dating this girl. He's not dating her anymore though, and it's, it's, I can see why. Um, <laughs> it was like I I said to him, I said in a relationship, you're not supposed to be creating happiness. Yeah, you're supposed to be sharing the happiness that you have individually with that person and creating something even more special. Yeah, you know, but when I said this, um, when I said this to him, his girl got she kind of looked at me crazy because she because she was very you know because not because like he called her and because after I said it to him I was hanging out with him and he called her to tell her what I said because he thought it was so insightful, but she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Huh? And now looking back at it, I could have told you this then, but I definitely can tell you now, she was extremely toxic. She was. She was extremely toxic, and she, um, I, I can see why she got mad. Like, she was, she was very, she was we very can, insecure. We about the same person, right? Just to- <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, she was, she was very, she was very insecure. Yeah. So, like, it's very easy to see why um, that stuff happened, and yeah. I think for a lot of men, we need to. Do whatever you can, even if you're not, if you, even if you're not meeting like a lot of girls. Like you got to do what you can to understand the game because, because yeah. if you are, if you are in it, game with, if you are in it without any knowledge of how, not just women but how people work, yeah. you're gonna be caught really off yeah. guard when some when some shit happens to you. And and even if you do know, you're gonna get caught off guard. But at least you're not surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, at least you're not surprised, and you can you have accepted it as a reality of life instead of instead of it changing your whole worldview when it happens. And when it changes your whole worldview, that's when you that's when you really like go into depression or like yeah. or or like a rage. You know, that's actually something I want to talk about. There's two type of individuals. Or I mean, there's multiple types of individuals, but in my mind, there are two primary individuals. There are, after a relationship, there are the people who go introspective, mm-hmm. and then there are the people who blame the relationship on the other person. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there could be both. You can do both. You, yeah, yeah, that's why I said there's multiple. Right. But there, there tends to be, you know, one or the other. In right, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So... Um, one thing that I felt was helpful to really get out of the introspective and out of blaming people and I'm like out of blame is just to really just accept the fact that things aren't meant to be unconditional. Mm-hmm. I have to cover the time. Oh, you have to cover the what? I had the time. Oh. I can't look at it. I just hate looking at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I hate looking at the time. I was freaking out. I was yeah, like, I was, what happened? I was, I, was like, I was like, wait, nah, something happened? No, nah, it's just a thing. Even at work, bro, like, I'll be covering the time. Yeah. It just goes by fast yeah. when I, and I don't know yeah, what time yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, what did you say, Michael? But, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, when you when you look at things under the lo- under the lens of things being unconditional and everything should be forever, you start to be like, okay, I can get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I won't, I won't be blindsided by anything because I just trust them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm-hmm. one thing my grandmother taught me was that you can trust a person, but you should always verify. Okay, elaborate. So, like, when it comes to like, like the other day, my grandma, uh, she asked me to uh, 
she asked me to uh, paint the kit, uh, paint the uh, bathroom, and so um, I painted it, and I didn't finish, and so I told her that I was gonna finish, and so she was like, okay. So the next day, I ended up having to do a podcast or a mm-hmm. few podcasts, and so I didn't get to it. And so even though I said I was going to do it, she trusted I was going to do it, but you know sometimes things happen and things get in the way. So when she went back there to verify to see if I did it, she was like, "You didn't do it. So why did you know what I'm saying?" And this is and this is why you should check the verify. With mm-hmm. This is a very you know it's a very you know. Um, insignificant example but when it comes to serious stuff like oh i don't i you know what i'm saying oh she's not gonna cheat on me mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just you know what i'm saying you have the ideology of like if something was if something happens i'll find out yeah and you know what i'm saying that's not a bad ideology but you will be out here looking stupid if you you know if you don't verify things for yourself mm-hmm. right but at the same time with that frame of thinking I think you should never. There should always. No, be, you should never go out and look for things. No, no. I was gonna say like yeah. there should always be some type of like room of okay, like what if that happens? But I think in a healthy relationship, you can't be of the mindset that that oh she's gonna cheat. She's a woman. Well, that's, that's a example. Woman. Of that. that's, no, no, no. But no, it wasn't really related to your example. But yeah. just like overall, it's like mm-hmm. a whole ideology. It's like you when you start having negative, cynical thoughts about. About what your partner might do, mm-hmm. that's when you as a man start becoming insecure. Yeah, and facts. when you become insecure, that's when you lose her because no woman res- truly respects a man who is not secure with himself. Because you're supposed to be providing security for to, to for her. So how are you supposed exactly. to be providing security for her if you're insecure yourself? There's a balance with it. Yeah. The other thing about it is like if you're going in with the negativity, you're gonna psych yourself out and you're gonna create more problems. Exactly. If you think she's cheating on you, yada yada yada, you're gonna walk up to her and say, Oh, you're probably cheating on me. Now she's got that thought in her head. What if she never had that thought in her head? Yeah. You just placed that (laughs) thought into her head. So you have to think about it like now she thinking about if he think I'm cheating, I might as well cheat. Yeah. In some cases, it is that way. Yeah. In the other cases, it's like, wow, he really doesn't trust me yet. And this, this, and this. So yeah. you have to verify to an extent, but you can't let it consume you. Yeah. Like, you can't let right. yeah. the the um, lack of trust consume yeah. you into where you're doing things, you know, out of your character and stuff like that. Because if you start doing that, then yeah, you relationship's doomed from the yeah, start. Exactly. Yeah. From the jump. From the jump. It's doomsday. <laughs> Damn, Tuesday! Mm. I forgot about that. <laughs> December fifteenth, <December> <laughs> and it was definitely Doomsday. Fish, but that, wait, whoa! Is Doomsday gonna help mission? Hell no! <laughs> no, I am. I am working on a book, though. I am working on a book titled Doomsday, even though it has nothing to do with it. Just shameless plug there. Yeah, <laughs> that was a shameless plug. <laughs> When it comes out, everybody read it. Anyway, um, uh, but back to this. What do you, I need some story times now? I need some story times from you guys. What are some? What are some? Uh, some what is? What is the most valuable lesson that you've learned in the game from self experience, not from somebody else's experience? Mm-hmm. Your self experience. You don't have to use names, of course not. But I'm trying to think of what I what I'm trying to expose on the podcast. Um, you ain't gotta expose anything. Yeah. Actually, here's a better explain. Let's do the opposite. What is the best lesson that you learned from somebody else's experience? 
I mean, I could I could do it for myself. I can do I can do both. Yeah. Okay. We can do both. Yeah, let's we'll do, do both. that let's one do first. Both. I think um for myself, the most valuable lesson I've learned is it's not really like it's not very, very specific, but I think it's something that is kinda taken for granted. I think that when you're when you're involved with somebody, it is imperative that you guys both respect each other. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that and that, that is actually there because it's very easy to say that that I respect you or you respect me just because we're together. Like, okay, you know, but respect, true respect shows through actions. You know, it shows, it shows through actions. And I believe that something that I've learned in my life is like the respect. This, this is not even just, this is not just about a woman. This is about myself too. If I carry myself with a certain level of respect and level of respect I believe I deserve, yeah. then I'm going to get that back from whoever I am involved with in my life. So if I don't carry myself with 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 a certain amount of respect, then I am bound to get disrespected. Mm-hmm. Just right. off just off the straight principle that I am setting the barometer at how at where you should respect me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for me personally, like the biggest lesson I've learned is that the most important thing in a relationship is respect. Thanks. It is about respect because respect lives on forever mm-hmm. after you after you're dead or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it lives on. It's it some, lives on with your legacy. It's something yeah. like like if like if if your partner dies like if I'm not I'm not it's not for like that for everybody but like especially when you're old like if you respected like your your spouse to that highest degree you cannot pick somebody else. Yeah, like you you, you can't you, you you just can't because you're like damn I will never get somebody to that level and just and just never be able to find somebody right i'll never be able to find them and and just with that being said i think we need to not everybody knows the best practices that they can practice Mm -hmm. self-respect but i think it is imperative both men and women that we need to practice habits of self-respect in our own ways to where we feel great about ourselves because when you respect yourself you attract people who respect you yeah Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're practicing like daily habits or whatever you do on a daily basis to respect yourself, people like the people around you are going to see that, and they're going to treat you a certain way. And, and now you're having more positive experiences in your life, and now you're not jaded from a previous relationship that 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 you didn't that, and you were confused why, but the reason why it didn't go as well is because at the root you didn't respect yourself. I think relationships you got to take accountability for yourself. It's not just about it's not just about um. It's not just about what that person did because that person yeah. probably did some bullshit to you. Yeah. But why did that person do bullshit to you? Because you, because because you allowed it, right? Yeah, like because because you allowed it. So I think the, treating cheating does not happen overnight, right? Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I I I I don't believe that. I think that I think that cheating happens because of a lack of respect of a partner's willingness to leave. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. And uh, that's on both parts, like the person who did cheat and the person who did, who got cheated on. Um, I feel like they both have a not necessarily trust issue, but they have a respect issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that comes into um, whether or not she tells you or not, or if he tells you or not, if he cheated. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, let's, I really want to ask you guys this question. Is it more disrespectful for her to tell you or to not tell you? I feel like at the end of the day, if you respect somebody, you're going to tell them. 
because if you if number one if you respect somebody you're not going to do it in the first place but if you if you respect somebody enough to where you messed up and you you want to let them know without like no matter what the consequence is like at the end of the day that shows that you're more accountable and you have a deeper respect for that person because if you if you just you know don't say nothing then that's more about you than it is them. So, like, respect is definitely more about the other person than it is you. So, like, I respect you enough to do whatever I have to do to make you happy or whatever. So, if this makes me unhappy, then do I really respect you? Yeah, that's real. That's real. Nah, bro, that's facts, bro. I just think, I just think people always focus on just too many things, like, like, like how much you love somebody. Like if if if, if you love, love nothing, like if, if 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 you love me, you're not gonna do that. It's, mm-hmm. No, it's not about love. It's, it's about, about respect. loyalty, respect, and loyalty. respect, loyalty, accountability, and 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 and, and somebody need to get a tune up. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, for real, like it takes. It, it's about accountability, respect, loyalty, and most importantly, uh, reciprocity. Facts. Facts. I feel like I feel like people don't talk about reciprocity enough mm-hmm. because it's something that um, is hard to do. Because reciprocity means that you have to acknowledge what what you are giving to the situation and what you're not giving to the situation and where you should be doing better. Mm-hmm. But on the same time, you have to also say this is what they're doing. And being honest about what they're doing and saying, okay, this is where I need to pull back from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or this is where I need to give more. But I don't feel like the the conversation of what reciprocity is happens in a lot of relationships. And that's why, you know, a lot of people, they be like, oh, you're not giving enough. Well, I mean, I didn't know what to give. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a, commis- a conversation that needs to happen. I, no, I think that needs to happen. I, I think it's just something that happens. Like, if there's, there's mutual respect, then you guys are going to give equal energy. That's fair, you know. That's it's fair. like that's not something you have to bring up in a in, in a healthy relationship. It's like, that is true. oh, I'm doing way more than you're doing. Well, for no, me. it's not about that. It's not about that. It's just a simple conversation of, uh, you know, what I'm saying there has to be some sort of, you know, what I'm saying you gotta like there should be a, what are a you common a, com- a, a common <laughs> what are you saying a common understanding of it has to be a common understanding of. Are you, are you trying to say no, like no no I I was gonna I was gonna say I was gonna say it has to be a common understanding of this is what I'm doing and I'm not saying that you should be grateful or anything but just understand that this is what I'm doing is it more of like but I understand what he's saying because in a healthy relationship it would already be acknowledged that this yeah. is what I'm doing I feel like there needs to be a conversation of like what do I need versus what do you that's what I was trying to get I think that's what you're trying to say it's more of I need this 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 and this in order to feel like you appreciate me Mm -hmm. yeah so like for example somebody may need like words of affirmation in order to feel like they're validated or whatever in the relationship other people may not need words of affirmation you just need to be present so and that kind of leads me to like my sort of lesson or whatever is I've I've learned that more often than not, it depends on the person. Like every relationship is going to be different. So what worked in one relationship is not going to work in the, 
next relationship. Yeah. So you have to go into the relationship with an understanding of what works for this person. I have a question now. It's kind of off topic. Is that okay? Go ahead. So I was watching uh, this show. It's called uh, It's called Michael. It's called That Damn Michael Shea. It's on HBO Max. It's a really good show. I think you guys should. I think you guys would like. It. <laughs> have you guys seen uh, um, the Chappelle show? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it's like that mixed with like Black AF. It's funny. Okay. Um, but um, the reason I say I brought this up was because on most of his dates he would start the date off with the same thing. He would, he would he would he would he would talk to the girls the same way, and so I was gonna ask you guys: Do you guys you guys switch up your game depending on the girl, or like do you guys like have new com- like do you have the same conversation with girls, or do you like change it up and like you know spice it up and do it a different way? It really depends on the setting. Okay. So like, I feel like I feel like you can't well. You can get away with using the same the same thing over and oh, over yeah, again. You, you for sure but after too. a while, yeah. you you become more robotic than anything, yeah. and you lose a bit of game in that sense yeah. because you get comfortable with. Yeah, the same. so like I feel like part of game is the ability to think on the spot and come yeah. up with something. Because some of the best things that you could ever like say come off, you know, just straight out of nowhere, and then you come out later and just like, oh man, I actually said that. The most like piece shit I've ever said was just like it was just a quick it was a quick comeback. Yeah. And then you try to replicate it and it doesn't ever sound the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it never sounds the yeah, same. It never sounds the same because you got to find the situation. Exactly. You got to you got to like you got to try to reenact the situation. And, mm-hmm. But it's never going to be the same. You can't never like that's why I was going to add. That's why I was trying to get at. Like it was just like I, I don't feel that like I can say the same thing to the same girl and really mean that. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like whenever I talk to girls, even if I'm talking to one one day and then another one another day, um, and it might just be like back-to-back, there's still genuine connections because I have a connection with you for a different reason why I have a connection with her. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is with just dating in general. Like, girlfriends... Uh, girls that you talk to or even just associates um, having genuine connections and uh, trying not to force them in a sense I feel like that's where a lot of people get mixed up in the game it's like game is something that everybody needs to have and there is a rule book to the game and these are the words that you should say there's a script and, you know, this is how you run game on this girl or this type of girl. And this is how you run game on this type of girl. It's not like that. It's never been like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this obviously, this, this episode is for the fellas and the women who really want to understand how men think. But mm-hmm. um, I feel that when we when we talk about game, we always, uh, we always are elusive to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, but at the same time, you can't really put... As I'm saying, as I'm saying this, it's more it's proving my point. You can't pinpoint one thing to say. This is this is what you should say yeah. to this girl in this time in this in this moment. You have to be flexible. You have to you know you have to be in control of who you are as an individual mm-hmm. in order to know what to say in this exact situation. Right. And it could be some cold stuff or it could be some lame stuff. But at the end of the day, the game, the game. Is a very forgiving thing, <laughs> and so you can start over with a new girl 
or a new guy right. at any point in time. I think, um, I mean, if if you give robotic answers to women, <laughs> yeah. you will get robotic energy back. Yeah. And, uh, and even if you get her with that with that robotic shit, yeah. you might be getting a robot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like it's like I feel like people have people have a complicated game too much. Mm-hmm. It's literally just conversation, bro. Literally. Yeah. It's literally, literally it's, just talk it's literally like, just can you have a conversation? Can you hold a conversation? Can you hold a conversation? And that's another thing. I feel like I feel like I don't want to have to carry conversations anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like nah, you I, respect yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'm noticing is like conversations are a lot easier the more you have them with just random people facts yeah. so like if you just like i notice at work like if i have a conversation with a random person like in my morning shift or whatever um somebody who comes and checks in or whatever it's it's really not that hard to talk to people yeah, it's not it's and re- to talk to random and people then find too. out that you have something in common like not even something in common but like yeah, something you can talk about something you yeah. can like actually engage in have an interesting conversation about yeah. like most people like they just get so scared of talking to people because they Think about what they have to say in order to look <laughs> more intelligent you know, and stuff like that. Like, you're going to look dumb trying to look intelligent. That's funny. Oh, that's a struggle. That's a struggle I cannot relate to. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not going to lie. I feel like podcasting has, I mean, I've always, I have always been good at conversation. That's why mm-hmm. I, we have a podcast yeah. in the first place. But yeah. podcasting more and more has made me yeah. better at conversation with yeah. people. And it, also, it also helps us, like, Figure out situations to like you know it, it actually honestly it helps us with the game. It yeah, the game. no, it definitely does because like in podcasts you gotta if something if no one if no one knows what to say you have to think of something. Yeah, and I become great at that. Like yeah. I mm-hmm. always know what to ask somebody, and this made me great at like I'm really good at interviewing people just because yeah. mm-hmm. I always think of not only something to say but something interesting to say. Yeah, something thought provoking. Mm-hmm. What's gonna make this person? I don't do it on purpose, but what's gonna make this person remember this conversation that we had? Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't like having meaningless conversations. I I don't like having when I when I talk to people, especially in a one on one environment. You know, I want to actually talk about something that's going to stimulate my brain. Yeah, you know, obviously not for every situation because like if I'm at work, like that's a lot of the time that's just small talk. Like somebody yeah. will ask me about the book I'm reading that's that's next to me, and it's like. I'll give them a quick little overview, but I'm not going to engage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if it's about the black community shit, I might. I might start engaging. <laughs> you might run it up. <laughs> I, I, I did that all week, bro. I was going on and on. I was remember like, bro, you OG know this? Came, remember when OG came up to us in, uh, from Maryland? Yeah. Bro. Well, he be talking a lot, bro. Yeah, he like, talks, he because Because you haven't seen him before. He's no. a he's a, he's kind of a frequent customer. Oh, he is. And, and he be talking. He be Rambling. I mean, like, I'm like, bro, I have a job. Like, <laughs> I gotta get back to work. I got yeah. stuff I gotta do, bro. And then some cool old black dude from from a DC, but yeah, yeah. He, but he 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 live in the Fillmore now in San Francisco, but you know he he can talk, bro. He can he, talk. He can talk. And I be thinking like a lot of young people do not know how to have conversations no more. Nah, like like they can't they can't have one. I don't know why. I feel like maybe it's our phones. All like all like this killing interaction, but I think social media has a plays a very big part of that because mm-hmm. the conversations that you tend to have don't usually go into deep conversation. They kind of stay on the shallow end. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Oh, what do you like to do? What do you do for a living? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, what do you like to eat? What's the type of TV you like? You know, what I'm saying you, know, you can only ask so much before mm-hmm. you can have like an intellectual conversation with a person or have like a deep conversation and be like okay what's this, this, this is stuff i really believe in you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you don't really nobody really talks about what you believe in in dms 
You know what I'm saying? Facts. That, that, that takes only, time to come yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to have that conversation. You got to have those conversations in person. But because of, you know, a whole bunch of different uh, factors like follower count and uh, the amount of people you have in your DMs mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the amount of people who who you entertain uh, and just probably just because some people, some, some people just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They, they you know, say they, they don't give a fuck. Um, and I've, I've, I've started to. Anyway, um, <laughs> people, people, uh, I was going to say this, like, people's worth is definitely inflated because of social, social media, media, for sure. Oh, and, yeah. and it's crazy because, like, we literally throw all our phones out and then none of this shit will matter. But people play so much emphasis on, on follower count in real life. Like, yeah. like bro, we, we we go to the same school. You're not more important than me. Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Just because you got more followers because you look good or, or whatever reason why you have money, more followers, you just know more people. Yeah. It's like that is not that does not make you better than me in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you might have more status than me on Instagram, Thanks. but that doesn't make you that doesn't make you better than me when when when, when we're in person and that mm-hmm. social media shit doesn't matter. But your actual energy is reflecting on me. You can have you can have fifty thousand followers and not know how to even come onto a podcast and have a conversation. Not even know how to talk to people. You don't even know how to talk. You don't even know how to how to hold a conversation. And the, and the thing that is, person pe- has to carry you. People be knowing that, like, yeah. like p- people know when they're shallow. Yeah, yeah. People know. That's why. That's why it goes back to what you said about people thinking of something intelligence to say because because mm. they're insecure yeah. about their intelligence. When I talk to people, I don't think about what I'm trying. The only time I do that is when I I want to say something smart is when I'm talking to someone who I know is smart like a mm. professor yeah yeah, you know? yeah. and like yeah. A, a, pro- a professor of like a black intellectual yeah. who who i'm who i'm trying i'm trying to show him that that yeah. like that that, that you know I, you're talking that's about. what i that's yeah, what i first did when about. i met elijah right yeah I, I was trying i was trying to keep up but then i was like then i kind of got comfortable with with you know with you know because i instead of seeing him as like you know like a uh as like an idol i saw him as like a, a brother's like, like like mentor yeah yeah you know like, like a big like, brother type. yeah exactly so um, when when I feel like once you get comfortable with people, that's when the shallowness kind of like melts away. Yeah, and so um, and that's when you're able to see if you really want to start messing with a person or not. Because mm-hmm. if you're able to ke- have a conversation and they're easy to talk to, and at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, uh, you going out and doing stuff, the sex, and I guess either the looks or the money that they have doesn't really affect how you see them mm-hmm. that's when you know that what you have is no longer shallow mm-hmm. right. and uh that's 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 where substance comes in and that's what i'm not necessarily like looking for because i'm not looking for anything right now but if i find that then i will you know what i'm saying i will value that more than i would sex a person's looks mm-hmm. or you know going out and doing something i'd value the person more than i'd, I'd value the things that they could bring to me Mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask you. I wanted to get back to the to to the to the lessons that we've learned in mm-hmm. the game. What is something that you learned from either yourself or from somebody else? And then I'm gonna get into mine. Mm-hmm. I think I said I said the one about myself. It was um, actions speak louder than words oh. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, or just learning learning more about every relationship is different. Yeah. But one thing I have learned about other from another relationship um, is just how how not insecure people are sometimes, but how little insecurities really matter to other people sometimes. So like I had a, I had a friend who was like, he really didn't, he really didn't like 
have much experience in relationships and he thought that that affected like how the woman saw her or saw him and i was like bro like obviously she likes you for you so like your insecurities or whatever you're convincing yourself is wrong with you she obviously doesn't see that as wrong so you really have to like get out of your own head and really just live and experience it or else you're gonna ruin it for you and her yeah exactly so and it's crazy because like the girl like she feels kind of left down because because mm-hmm. you weren't able to maintain yourself because you lose yourself within your insecurities sometimes mm-hmm. for real. Like uh, I remember times when 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 I was talking to my partner and he would just be like he would just be talking to me about like all the things that had happened in his relationship and I would just be like you could have checked it mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have checked it right then yeah. and there you know what I mean. You could have checked it right then and there. And and sometimes it's not even about, like, his own insecurities. It'd be about the other side's insecurities. And so they'd be like, I don't want you to talk to her no more. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to talk to them no more because they, they disrespected you. But it wasn't as much of disrespect as you making it out to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So within within that, you gotta you gotta witness other people's insecurities. But I didn't mean to cut you off. I no, you're good. Yeah. I was done. <laughs> how, how do you say that like, after you talk for yeah, five I, minutes? <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, he probably remember what he's gonna say. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Like 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 then they're like probably about two minutes into it. I was like, I don't even know what the I I, 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 I don't even remember what we were talking about for a second. So I just kept going. I just I just kept going. But um. I'm not gonna lie, like in the middle of that whole conversation, I had just a crazy realization mm. like, in my my life. I'm, I'm not gonna say it on the podcast, but just <laughs> but just like I, I was kind of you said something and I kind of reflected a little bit. And I was like, damn, like, hmm. I just I just kind of thought like, wow, wow, like, I don't know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was like like I, I wonder if that happened, like you know, like, <laughs> like I, I'll, I'll say it after. That. <laughs> so, but like I don't know, it's like. I don't know, bro. You just like you said, like a dude worry about worrying about it, his insecurities. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to what I said earlier. If you're insecure, she's gonna leave you. And then what Michael said, women like security. So if yeah. you if you can't even secure yourself, like supposed to secure them. It's like, bro, if, if I'm a security guard, if, if I'm a security guard and I can't, I'm I'm not a good guard, then <laughs> nobody gonna trust me. And, it's, exactly. it's if I'm a security guard and I ain't got no weapon and got no pepper spray, <laughs> how am I supposed to secure the building? Like, that's, like, like, I'm not. I'm not gonna trust that guard. Yeah, I'm not gonna trust that guard. And and if I don't trust that guard, I will go try to find other guards. Oh other goodness. guards who can oh do the job goodness. better. Yep. Oh my goodness, that's rough. Yeah, that's, that's tough. tough. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I mean, I don't know. It's, it'd be kind of sad, bro. It'd be like a lot of dudes who genuinely be be lost, bro. And, and just in, lost, the, in the sauce. And it makes me sad, bro, because it's like I literally could have been the same way, but I had friends who put me on to, you know, like. Okay, sorry. Yes, sir. I had I had friends who helped guide me. Yeah. Who, who helped guide me towards a better path. And obviously it wasn't all my friends. It was a lot of it was myself, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was like, you got to have people who are with you along the way who can. Who can um who can facilitate growth? 
who can who, who can plant that seed in your mind to help you want to change your life. And I think a lot of times when people complain about relationships, a lot of the time, not all the time, obviously, but a lot of time, like if you if if you fix what's going on in your life and your insecurities, then you will not have as nearly as much problems as you did before. And when you, and once you fix those problems before, and once and once you once you fix those problems, you will start attracting. Like I said earlier, you will start attracting better people. That's facts. I didn't you, know where you, you were going you, at you'll, first, you'll, but now I do. You'll, you'll start attracting better people. Yeah. And and one yeah, just like it's just it's literally that simple, bro. Like, yeah. like you you are what you attract. That's facts. You are what you attract. Like a a man a man who respects himself is is not gonna like a, is not gonna attract a woman. Who is just who is extremely toxic and all types of stuff, mm-hmm. and the same thing for a woman. A woman, a woman who respects herself is not gonna find a man who's gonna play her. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's the same thing. Like she's gonna be more aware of what's going on, and I think a lot of time both sides, men and women. Need to take accountability for the people that they allow into their lives instead of just blaming on the person. Yeah, I was gonna say because gonna we gotta be honest, this. bro. We niggas don't be living in reality. Yeah. No, that's what that's what sometimes makes me mad about some people is like some people will be like, I can never find quality relationships, but I'll be like, where are you looking? And they'll be like, oh, I go to the par- uh, clubs every weekend. Bro, bro. like, what are you talking? Where are you gonna bro. find somebody? What are you good at a club? Of, bro. I'm like, not gonna lie, the best places to find like good quality women. Or the grocery store and parks. Bro, just go to class, bro. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> go to, like, go to that's, class. That's what I'm saying. No, you no, want, that too, though. You, no, want, no, a, you yeah. want a quality relationship with somebody, but you don't go to class. <laughs> but you don't go to class. Or, like, a girl will be like, um, like all these dudes, like, I, at Hampton, this happens all the time. Like, girls will say, like, all these dudes are, like, yada, 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 they're bad or whatever. And I'm like, bro. You're looking at the dudes that don't go to class. <laughs> so they're already showing you that they're not accountable. Yeah. They're already nice. giving you the red flags that you need. So why, are you, sti- why yeah. are you still like, it's at he that point, it's on he, you. It's he, not on. He just, he just has something. Like, it's just something about him. Bro, it's yeah, the, the same status. thing at Howard, bro. The it's status. A, it's the same thing at Howard. It's the same type of women who go to Howard and Hampton. So, you know. Be, yeah. We'd yeah. we be dealing with the same. Wait, I'm curious, Claude. How, what, is the, what is the gender ratio at, at Hampton? What do you mean? Like, how many women are there compared to Oh, Hampton? it's a, it's a. I think sixty thirty or like, it's like it's it's pretty much. Well, you know how it is like seventy five twenty five. I was I was looking at my sociology of poverty course that I'm taking next next semester, and there were like four, like four dudes out of forty. Yeah, I've had classes what? where like there was like two dudes in there. What? Right, and and when women a lot of time more often are are in like social sciences. Yeah. So it's even heavier oh, yeah it's heavier like and i don't even know if it's four dudes i seen like not not, not i know like racist shit but i um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I i seen i seen two african names and i didn't i, I didn't know if if that like i yeah, i didn't yeah, know if they yeah. were i don't know i don't know, <laughs> know which side right i didn't know which i don't know if it was a man or a woman so yeah. i um I, I just put i just automatically assume male yeah so that that's four. That's two. Yeah. So I don't even know. It could be two or <laughs> yeah, three. Two confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Two two confirmed. Two confirmed, bro. Wild. It's like it's like, bro. But going back to all to all the dating stuff, it's like a lot of a lot of women, um, in, in the college environment, be trying to find dudes at at parties or whatever. And it's like, bro, you're not going. And I, bro, I go to parties, and I, mm-hmm, I think yeah. I'm a great guy. But like, yeah. But like more often than not, if if you if you're trying to if you're trying to find like. 
the love of your life or or mm-hmm. your or or your knight in shining armor, bro. Like yeah, don't go to and, a party to find and, him. And, 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 find him in the club. And then the man who gonna respect you, like it's probably it's gonna be a little harder. It's gonna be you you gonna make it a lot harder for yourself if you mm-hmm. if you're at that scene every every week or whatever and yeah. and that's what you're looking for. It's like that's just that's just not that's just not You're not gonna find quality. Yeah. You'll find quantity. That's my quantity. You'll find yeah, your party because it'd it be way more niggas than girls at the at yeah, the, at the sure. parties. Like, sure. it, like, it, like, and, so, gonna, and they're gonna be walking up to you. you know it's funny. But the you, ratio will be sixty thirty, but the ratio of parties will be flipped. Bro, <laughs> like, bro. How, how does like, this where y'all at? Like, it be flipped. It be flipped. That's what it is. I'm like, I, I'm find people I ain't never seen in class. I'm like, what? Bro, you go here? Right, right. I Wait, what? Right, it's like bro. You got the same major, and I ain't never seen you. How? <laughs> Explain it. <laughs> Explain it, because I know I'm going to class. <laughs> <laughs> Front row. <laughs> oh, you have a funny. <laughs> no, no, but facts, facts, bro. So I just think I think we need to um, like every our society as a whole. We have strayed too far from the truth, bro. Mm-hmm, our society yeah. is truth phobic, bro. Like some people, nice. some people will get mad at what we're saying right now because because it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts, bro. But you got to be honest with yourself. The first step of growth is you have to be honest. That's why, first like, growth that's is why, that's why. Take taking a little segue. I'm gonna come back. Like mm-hmm. when I was talking about black men earlier and the problems that we face. Mm-hmm. In order to solve the problems that we have as a community, we need to understand our plight, yeah. too. In order, yeah. to, in, order to, in order to in order to accurately address the problems and to assess the that problems. plague us to yeah. to assess and properly address them, and it's the same for dating. If you you need to understand your problems in order to in order to have in order to have a healthy relationship or whatever, you know, it's the same okay. thing. It's yeah. the same thing, brother. It's like well, we we don't be honest with each other. We don't be honest with ourselves. It's like self accountability is lost in this society. It's like everybody want to blame everybody else for, for what's going on, bro. Like, yeah. like bro, look at yourself. Do you guys see this more within the black community than other communities? Yes. It's like this idea of, well, I I can't remember who I was talking to, but somebody was telling me that, like, black love can never really succeed because black don't families that. don't know how to heal at all times. Like, okay. not in every case, but, like, for the most part, okay. black love can never really succeed because you can rarely find two black individuals that are totally healed together enough yeah. to get into a relationship. Yeah, I I, I, I think I, I would agree with that for the most part because like there's very like you look at the divorce ratio, you know what I'm saying? It's fifty fifty it's fifty one fifty it's fifty one forty nine I think, right? Well like, in the like, black community. Like fifty one percent of black married couples get divorced. Yeah. Or is it higher than that? I don't, I don't remember. I feel like it's higher, bro. Uh, yeah, I feel I, like I, it's low key higher than yeah. that. I'm about to look up divorce yeah. stats right now. Yeah, look up blackdemographics.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Black Demographics yesterday, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I love that website, bro. <laughs> they stats be clutch. They be, <laughs> they be and clutch. And they be so accurate too. They be clutch. I'm like, oh my and god, it's coming straight from the senses, bro. Like you <laughs> can't argue with that data. You can't yeah, argue with and, it. And like, bro, when you argue, bro, you need data. Like you, yeah. Like, yeah. like you, you need it, bro. Yeah. It's like something that you need. That's how. That's how you stamp your point. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how, you, how you give credibility to you. Facts, data, statistics. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like come on, let me find this. Um, Divorce that stuff. What was you saying though, my But friend? uh, you know, I, I agree with that because you know, you look at the divorce rates, you know what I'm saying? Obviously it takes two to tango. So mm-hmm. one one person, if not both people, are not healthy. Yeah. And you know, you look at you you honestly you can look at the things that have been done to us and mm-hmm. that how how that affects the dating game. 
um, and just internal issues of uh, less accountability and uh, the natural polarity flipping. Mm-hmm. And at least, at least the, the for the majority of, 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 of men and women, the, mm-hmm. the the natural polarity has flipped. Yeah. And I would honestly argue that it's a pseudo flip because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot more men are a lot masculine, but because of what society has told them about masculinity, they decide that uh, their masculine side is the bad part, or they don't want to be a a unapologetically masculine black man. Yeah, they 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 don't they don't apologize for the blackness, but they'll apologize for their masculine. Wow, that's pretty crazy to think about. Wait, wait, Michael, say that again. I will. cannot find these stats. <laughs> <laughs> He's still looking. At I cannot find them, bro. But no, um, they, 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 they want to. They, they're, they're unapologetically, unapologetically black, but they're not unapologetically, not unapologetically masculine. Hmm. And I kind of think it's like, it's like you saying they are unapologetically black, but not unapologetically masculine. Yeah, I, I think it's. I don't think a lot of people are. Black, I think a lot of times we are kind of afraid of our blackness, yeah. afraid to let it show in public. Well, I mean, spaces. I mean, I mean, for the most part, mm-hmm. for the most part, when you look at black men, they are more apologetically masculine than they are black, right? And they'll take more confidence in their blackness than in their masculinity mm-hmm. because it because the masculine black man has been killed and it is continuing to be killed every day since the day that we've been taken off. That's, I, f- I did find one stat. Um, this is a stat that I remember. Black black women are the, are the only race that has a higher divorce rate than marriage rate, and and the divorce rate is double well, than the marriage rate. That's that's wild. While like other races, it's like and our, and the marriage rate is almost is almost double. The marriage rate is double the divorce rate. But in our community, black women divorce at a 30 percent rate. So do you guys think compared to seventeen percent marriage rate? Wow. Wait, say it again. Thirty percent. Wow. Thirty percent divorce rate compared to a seventeen percent marriage rate. That's crazy. Okay. So, do we think that that's Damn. mainly like whose fault is that? At, we have like, to who, ask ourselves. Like, no, I'm not saying I'm not blaming women. Yeah, we black can't blame. Right, no, sorry, sorry. I'm not blaming I'm black saying, men or I'm women. I'm saying like, at what point do we look at stats like that? At what point do we look at you know? our history and our past relationships and realize what the problem is. We need to assess it correctly. Yeah, because I, I feel like for for at least a lot of people Therapy. we we can't figure out what our what the problem is. We're just going through the motions and getting into bigger problems. And saying the and same going, saying the same shit. Yeah. Like like just blaming the men. Yeah. One thing one thing I really have realized is that when 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 I've been talking to girls is that they will hop from relationship to relationship or from talking to one individual to another individual without taking the time to assess what they just went through. Mm-hmm. Bro, they, they be hopping from relationships like because the damn, they, like they be hopping from relationships like the damn U.S. Army in the Pacific in the 1940s. <laughs> like, hopping to Midway, Guam, hopping Japan, like, like damn, like. They hopping just, like Froggy. Like, just hopping. <laughs> just hopping, man. Like, <laughs> I had to say that, bro. You know I'm a history nigga, bro. <laughs> no, but like, for real though, just like yeah. hopping, just hopping, hopping to, to fill the void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you cannot truly make a meaningful connection with somebody. You cannot have a relationship if you keep hopping from relationship to relationship. You need to understand yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to spend time with yourself and realign yourself and and, 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 
and reestablish that self love. You know what I'm saying? Even though I don't, yourself. And honestly, I I hate I hate the term self love because it's being so overused. People don't know what self love is at this point. Yeah, and I don't and I don't associate myself with like self love. Mm-hmm. I what do you associate yourself? I self I associate myself with self loyalty, self respect, and self appreciations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I just do me. For real. <laughs> and and I and honestly, self love is kind of like the complacent thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you say, "Oh yeah, I love myself in all my flaws." I don't love myself in all my flaws. I will say that right now. Mm-hmm. I don't love my flaws. Right. I'm doing every day. I'm doing something yeah. to change my flaws to get better as an individual. And the stuff that you can change. In society, you, you just wants you to, yeah. And in society wants you to accept your flaws and say that you can't do anything more. Oh, no, that's you, facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to. I don't. I really. We probably don't have to cut this part. I'm not gonna lie, but. One thing about the plus size model, <laughs> plus size models, is that I heard this the other day. It was crazy, and and I didn't think about it this way until, um, until he put it like this. He said, one thing that irritates him is plus size models because dudes have to go to the gym to look good and get compliments. Girls you go have to, the, to. Girls look really pretty, and so they become models. You know, and they and they and they and they work their bodies to, to get it to get it into shape. You know what I'm saying? And and they and they'll become anorexic, bulimic, and have eating disorders, right? Right, right. Just to keep that, you know, just to keep it. They work for it. Enough said. <laughs> I ain't gotta say yeah, nothing yeah, 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 else. I don't have to yeah. finish the statement. I don't know. It's kind of like it's just kind of crazy because as a man, like it's just given. As a man, it's given you, to them. As a man, you have to like. You have to in, work in for order, it. in order to to reach the beauty standard in society, you have to work for it. Yeah, it's not something that that, that you're just that you're just um that, that you're just given. Like you, yeah. like you're not seeing no no damn plus size male models. Like let me let me know well, if I'm I've wrong. Seen a few, but but it's like, what do you think is not, more it, common? It's yeah, not, you don't think of plus size male models more than you think of plus size women models. When you think of plus size model, you don't think of a plus size man. Yeah, and and and, for and, me, and they get fat shamed way more than women. Bro, bro, though I used to be fat, bro. Like, I used to get shamed all the time, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and I just, I just and accepted it's, it. It's, it's just, no, and not only do you accept it, but you accept it because society accepts it, right? Mm-hmm. Because Ooh. because society says you're a fat, you're a fat man. You don't have value, mm-hmm. or you don't have as much value. Val- you don't have as much value. Cause I still have value when I was fat. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, I mean, but let's make that abundantly clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my bad. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say that you just, you just, you just. Ain't you're shit. worthless. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Of course you have. You have more value than your looks. Of course, but I'm saying. I on, still look good know. too. <laughs> he said, "Don't get it too." <laughs> Stop. <bro. laughs> but um, yeah. I I just feel that when we look at when we look at when we look at dating game people feel more entitled to certain things and even men you know what i'm saying we feel entitled to pussy mm-hmm. and i don't uh, I, entitled i feel I like i don't feel entitled to pussy no, I, think, I feel like i have to work for it i never I think, feel entitled for shit i think the but some do the right. ideal man for women doesn't but yeah. the non-ideal man does does yeah so the uh the man that women want don't feel entitled to sex yeah. Whatever the woman has to offer, anything yeah. like that. 
the the man who's going to the club every day looking for that yeah. is feeling entitled. Yeah, he feels entitled. He feels, entitled. he feels like I bought you three drinks. You coming home with me tonight. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's not, bro. It's never that serious. You, my mama always told me when you buy a girl a drink, it's not to get her to sleep with you. It's, to get, it's, it's for her to loosen her lips in order for you to get to... Reveal, yeah. For her to reveal more things about herself. Why? Why? Really, why does it take a drink for that, bro? Because a lot of but but you gotta take into consideration when you're at the club. A lot of girls like to drink, and so that's what they come to do. Then buy it yourself. Like, bro, like, that's a good point. It's, it's like point. it's like, bro. If we're in college, we, but you want we both trying to get. We, we trying to get the same jobs like like you say we are men men and women are equal you always mm. trying to disband you talking shit about the patriarchy whatever mm-hmm. it's like yeah. but 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 you actively blatantly contribute to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why why are you complaining if if you are reinforcing it right there, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I'm not I'm I'm not some like I don't I don't believe I men should pay for women at all, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's just like I'm I'm addressing the contradictory logic, yeah. That, yeah, that is I involved. That I should I I have to buy a drink for you to want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Hell no! Nah. Like, oh, oh yeah. okay, I'm Josiah. I'm, I'm Josiah Diggers, bro. Like, nah, like I'm not buying yeah, you shit exactly. for you after for like, well, bro. I, like, well, I, I would never buy a drink. I never buy for a drink for to, for a girl just to talk to her. It would no, be, but yeah. it would it would be like I I'd, I'd introduce myself yeah. first and be like, hey, you know, let me get a drink for her. You know, whatever she just got, let me get a, mm-hmm. you know, let me get another round of that. Yeah. I'll take one too. Yeah. You know so I mean? it's, it's more of like the equality standard is anybody who preaches that like equality standard for men and women I don't is even automatically going to be contradicting themselves. I'm not going to lie. But, I don't even want to talk to a girl who thinks that like, you know, the contribution that we bring should be the exact same. Yeah. We should pay for it. We should pay for the exact same. I'm going to pay for my meal. You pay for your meal. Yeah. I pay for my ticket. You pay for my ticket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I pay for my ticket. You pay for your ticket. It's, you know, that I don't want that even exchange. I've no. never wanted that even exchange. Yeah, it's always I just want reciprocity. Yeah. It's going to be different. So like, yeah. so like when you say, you know, buying a drink for a girl, like that's more of your initiative to get her to open up to you. Exactly. So that's what she's giving. It may not be monetary, it, might, it may not be, you know, money and yeah. stuff like that, but it's... It's just a drink. It's something that... She, what she's giving you is not attention, but she's giving you the opportunity to get to know her, the mm-hmm. stuff like that. So <laughs> anybody who preaches, like, equality really, in my opinion, they, they're they just going to contradict themselves. At they the always contradict. Because there's no such thing as, you know, men and women being equal. They're different, and difference yeah. okay. Right. But difference is okay. Di- difference that's is okay. That's the other thing. People don't understand that difference is okay. Like, it's fine. Like, it's okay for men and women to be different. You can be equ- you could be equitable without being equal. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's honestly what I'm... I, that, that, that's something that you really... That a lot of people don't understand. That, equi- like, even, even when it comes to politics, equity over equality... I don't want equal rights. I've never wanted equal rights. All I want is equal is 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 equitable treatment. Mm-hmm. And since we can't get that, we have to obtain it ourselves. Yeah. So, but I don't want to talk about. You're talking about, about the black community right there. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to get too deep into that. Though. I, I just want <laughs> no, to say. No. Yeah, no. Because, no. Because 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 you said ourselves. I was like, oh, he's talking yeah. about black people. Yeah. Right yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, nah, but not nah, but facts, bro. I think I'm like I. I don't know. I feel like I have this kind of mindset because I'm I'm young and I don't have I don't have the financial means to be buying women drinks <laughs> just to get them to talk they to be, me. They be taxing in them too, right, mm-hmm. bro? Like hey, bro, hey, bro, it, bro it's in not, DC, it's not going to be two dollar kamikazes everywhere, <laughs> bro. I know they're going to be taxing, hey, bro. I know they taxing DC. I, I just, I oh my god, we, we went to uh, where am I? Where am I? We, we, we went to Bliss. 
Bro, I bought a shot for ten dollars. I said <laughs> what? Bro, I think one of my I'm homies. Never I'm never coming back here. I think one of my homies pay like know. pay like twenty for a drink or some or some shit for his girl. And it's, and it's like girl. Yeah, bro. That's what like did he buy her. I, I, I don't remember. It was a while ago, bro. That's, like, that's insane. I just like, bro, I, I would feel less of myself as a man if I if I did that. Not, Every girl and, has a $15 and like, minimum. And, and, and I'm, I'm like, sorry. the thing is, like, I'm, not, I'm not even trying to, like, Better say. Not. I'm not even trying to, like, say it's like a it's like a bad thing if you buy it. Because that, that's just how our society kind of works. That's how our society works. But at the same time, it's like, just for me, it's like. I don't. I don't want you that bad. Yeah. I, I don't really want any girl that that bad to. Where yeah. I'm gonna, I don't, don't want to. Where, to where like I'm gonna do that for her off rip and I don't even know her. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like it's like how I carry myself is like I feel like it's a, not 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 like an honor to know me, but it's like if you get to talk to me like and you get to have the conversation that we're about to have, like yeah, that, that that's something that that you're not gonna get from from from, from any dude. Yeah. And it's like I don't think. That that I should be I should be opening you up for that. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I'm I'm gonna say but that, this that's, now. That, that's just how I carry myself. Though. I'm gonna say this me. now. I'm not buying every girl a drink at the club like that. I want to talk to right, like right, that. Right. It's it's just that you know the occasional one that you know her presence just speaks to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's only been a few times when I've ever like, and I still have, I still to this day have never bought a girl a drink. But you can admit it if you want. No, I haven't. No, I'm just serious. I haven't. It's okay. No, it's okay, but I haven't got. I haven't got to that. I haven't got to that age. Like I don't go to clubs and bars like that. So, oh, fast, no. fast, fast. Um, but when you know, what I'm saying, whenever I do decide to start going out to lounges and stuff, because I don't even know if I want to start going to clubs for. I had one experience at Vanity. A uh, yeah, again, I apologize, brother. Um, but, well done. but um, uh, it's just I feel that. When a person speaks to you, I'm not going to go out my way to, you know what I'm saying, to, like, be thirsting over you. But, you know, I'm going to at least show a little bit of interest, so I'm going to send you that drink. Or I'm going to come over to you and be like, hey, you want a drink? You know what I'm saying? But the real, the most game, I was going to say this. This is the most game I've ever gotten from somebody else. I'm not going to say who this person is. Don't say who the drink is from. What? Don't say who the drink is from. Oh, well, elaborate, mate. So when you send the drink over, context, When you see the girl too. and she speaks to, and you know what I'm saying? Like you might, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she speaks to you from across the room. You see her, you make eye contact with her once. You you order the drink and walk off. You come back about ten minutes later, and you ask her what you sipping on. And she's like, I don't even know. This guy just sent me this drink. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then you just be like, you know, whoever that guy is, he must be a nice individual. You hear what she says after that. And based off of that, you don't, you, you also never say you gave her the drink. It's just a conversation starter. You see what I'm saying? I can see it to an extent, but. And I mean, it's not always going to work. Every, yeah. every move doesn't always work. But I thought that was the coldest shit I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Just to like anonymously send a drink and then just go over there. I mean, obviously, if she makes the eye contact, you know, you know, we've learned this. If a girl makes eye contact with you and she looks away first, then you know she's, she's. I mean, 
if it's if it's extended eye contact for mm-hmm. more than three three to five seconds and then she looks away. I want to say three to three to five is a that's long, a long time, time to be making eye contact with somebody. That is a long time. <laughs> you are staring at that <laughs> right, right. Like that. That's like like at that point, I'm uncomfortable. I'm looking away. Like <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, maybe, I'm uncomfortable. Okay, maybe, like, maybe maybe like two seconds. Maybe, maybe like even two, two to three seconds. Honestly, three like seconds. honestly, like one second because you gotta think eye contact is not something. This is very quick. Like yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Quick, I'm not gonna lie because I've made eye contact. And I've missed a shot that way. I've made eye contact with a girl. She looked at me for two seconds. I walked over there to her and like I thought that she was like I thought she had higher interest than she did and she was like nah I'm not even gonna give this nigga my number and I was like damn I think the I think the best but way I mean to like, like, hey, like hey, hey 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 you miss some you make some yeah lessons in the game I feel Steph like it's Curry gotta be more than just like one initial like break of eye contact break. like it's definitely gotta be like multiple like if somebody looks at you more than once, obviously. Oh yeah, that's but like yeah, that's a if given. you're just going off like first rip, like I mean, you can casually scan. Like how many times do you sit at parties and you casually scan people and you make eye contact with somebody? Right. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what it I was, happens. So that's like, what I was getting at. Like if yeah. it's extended eye contact, and then they look away first, and then they might look back up, or mm-hmm. or if you sense them like look back up at you, because that's one thing I've actually learned how to do. Mm-hmm. I'll make eye contact, wait for them to look away, and then look away. And then if they look back at me, I will know. But I'm not yeah. gonna look them. I'm not gonna make eye contact with them. That's just mastery of the game, right there. <laughs> mastery. That's just, that's just something you gotta learn, bro. It just comes, just comes real, from though. experience. But like, I don't know. It's like the whole. Um, damn, I don't even know what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say something, but I forgot what I was gonna say. No, I was, I was gonna say. Um, sometimes, like, like I might look more than once at somebody, but. That's just because, like, they're so ugly. Right? <laughs> like, I have to, like, take another look. I'd be like, I'd be like, damn, you really that ugly? Like, like, like. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, bro, oh I, I do that in a cafe all the time, bro. Uh, I, I do that shit in Blackburn all the time, Michael. I'm not, like, I'm like, not gonna lie, I've done that a few times. Right, bro. Hey, like, hey. I, I, I look at them and be like, no way. Like, <laughs> no way. I'm like, like, no way they look like that. Hey, what if she walked up to you after that, though? <laughs> she's not. Because she knows she. Stop, 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 stop. You were finna go down yeah. a deep rabbit yeah. hole. Goodness. Yeah, let me. The let Black Lotus can't get canceled, but you about to tear her on that line, bro. Nah, bro, I'm up on my this podcast motherfuckers go think I'm some arrogant cocky bastard <laughs> but, like, but I, honestly when you meet me I'm the, I'm the most nicest humble down to earth dude you ever meet oh, in your bro, life bro. for real though I, I, will, I will attest to that like, same way Joey will attest to, to that video he sent me what's the video Mike Blue what you mean coldest <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't remember that Oh, I'm pulling it up. Nah, <laughs> no, no, I remember, but I, f- I forgot like where I was when I recorded. I don't even. You were in the. You were in your room, like in in the city or in DC. In the city. In the city. This was a while ago. Yeah, that was that was a minute ago, bro. I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you. That 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 video was so. That video is actually like one of like if I ever have like a bad day. You I watched that video, video and I'm like, yes, I am that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I am that nigga. Yes, I am. Bruh. I'm really about to find it. Yeah, that's funny, bro. No, but like, but like, just, <laughs> I, I came off like an asshole. <laughs> but like, I just, I'd be keeping it real, bro. You know, like, like, like I said, people be afraid of the truth in this society, bro. And like, that's me fast. personally, like, 
Like, I'm nice as hell, but, like, if you're my friend, like, and you need some advice, I'm finna tell you the truth. Straight up. Yeah. I'm. It don't matter, boy or girl, man, woman, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you come to me needing my input, I'm gonna give you that real, because the only way to help you is by giving you the the proper solutions to your problem. And honestly, a lot of people, a lot of people aren't even ugly, bro. Like, it, like if, if you find out what works for you, like, in terms of, like, your hairstyle, like, what clothes to wear, like, what well, your facial hair for like you don't dudes, have to like, be ugly. It's the same thing. You don't have to be. You don't have to. You don't have to have. You don't have to be broke and have bad things. You right. just gotta make the, the 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 old stuff look good. Right. Even mm-hmm. even getting in the gym, bro. Like yeah. like if you can go in the gym and improve yourself, like yeah, you could be ugly, but like if if you if you know what to do with your body mm-hmm. and like you always in the gym, like if it's hard to find people who are in shape who are just ugly. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, that yeah. is like like if someone is if you can see someone's in the gym like like you're not gonna think off rip oh this, this dude's ugly you know mm-hmm. it's like like you know so simultaneously it's hard to find people who are on their grind that are ugly Facts. Too. right like Facts. how many people do you know that are like genuinely on their grind but aren't like conventionally attractive but are more attractive because they're on their grind exactly the grind always makes you look like at least two two more it gives you at least two more points on that. Right, Especially she's like, a five, but she go on her grind. Seven, seven, <laughs> right? Sevens don't exist. <laughs> Sevens don't exist. I, I was saying this to uh, to X yesterday, Mike. I don't, I don't, I I don't believe in rating women anymore. I don't, I don't like rating girls. Like, mm-hmm. I I feel like rating like on a one to ten scale. I think That's it's why so, I do thirty. I think it's so, <laughs> but thirty, bro. It's like, point scale. like how can you? Like, I feel like it's so hard to equate beauty to a number. Mm-hmm. It's just something like something you look at and you know everybody has a different everybody has a different perception of, of beauty. You know, I, feel I know like, it, I know it's very immature of me to continue to rate girls, but I don't know. It's just you know how you catalog like you know in, in your in your head how you catalog. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how I catalog. But I, and, and it's not just based off looks like with the thirty point scale. Like mm-hmm. I also adjust it based off your personality. Once I mm-hmm. like once I get to know you, I ca- I categorize based off of personality, mm-hmm. like and based on like actually like attribution Attribu- side of you. Because yeah. like because like I don't think it's like I do too. But I, I, but I don't like, I, I don't need that. to categorize a girl who I'm not going to talk to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't like so, for, so what you're saying because, is because 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 if she's not attracted to me, then I'm probably not going to be talking. Yeah, I was going to say so what you're mm-hmm. pretty much saying is that it's either. She's good looking. She's not good looking, or she's great looking, and that's that's it. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not. It's I mean, not, of course, there's like there's like different simple. levels of it. It's but like, I'm saying it's like, like it's like it's like it's like great, great, good, bad, average, fine. average, bad. Like like, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about bad in terms of ugly. Like yeah. uh, you know, yeah. like 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 like. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like bad. I mean, fine. Well, well, I mean, I mean, I feel like bad, fine. That that, that would be that great. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like. And um, I just I don't I don't like I don't like rating I don't like rating anymore because I just feel like it's hard to like beauty is not like it's it's not just something that you can equate. That is true. Like because yeah, yeah. like, yeah, because you like, because you finna ask me how how does how how do you like you you're gonna rate a girl like 
we're looking at a girl that like, you you rate her like that's your scale and yeah. I see might be different on mine. Yeah, yeah. that's facts because like a every lot of every the girls nigga has a different attractive. Like you guys don't like you don't find attractive, right? But yeah. like you know what I'm saying. I mean, and I find I it's not it's not about like you don't find them attractive. It's just they're not as attractive as I think they are. Yeah, exactly. And, and it goes it goes both ways. Exactly. I have a different taste. Exactly, bro. That's, that's why every time somebody tells me like or asks me the question like, oh, you think she's valuable, and they show me a picture, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, now go yeah. do something like, yeah. like because it's it's not about that was, that whether or not it's not about yeah. what I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like now go do something. It's like because if I find her valid, that's not gonna like that doesn't make her any more. That valid. doesn't make her like any different in your yeah. eyes. Like you right. you still see her as valid. Yeah, so I if still, I tell yeah. you she's not valid, you're not gonna do anything. Yeah. I want my my friends and everybody to succeed. So I'm gonna say she's valid. So yeah. you go do something. Right. Yeah. Right, that that's that is just straight that's, positivity. Bro. That is that is that's the best wingman mentality I've ever heard, bro. That's literally man, for real. <laughs> it's like no, for because real, so many people that's... are like on this mentality of like, oh, bro, you can do better. Like if if somebody yeah. finds somebody attractive and somebody is like you know wanting to pursue somebody, you can't knock them. Yeah, I'm not that. unless unless yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah, unless unless it's like <laughs> drastic. Uh, 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 <laughs> like, unless it's like, bro, come on now. Like, like it's like, bro, you could do a lot better. Than like, that. Like, not yeah, visually, not but here. just in general. Like, yeah, right, there, yeah. there are some cases where like like men will settle, obviously, and they'll yeah. go for somebody who's like not on their grind. On like, bro, if you're at this status, you can't like you can't, have you can't drop somebody because like, that's gonna bring you down. Yeah, it's hey, not gonna. Put I found you a video. Found a video. Oh, I gotta show this. Gotta show this. Not, not, not that one. Not, not that, not the one that just pulled up. <laughs> not, not the one that just pulled up. Oh, wait, 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 where is it? Oh, I knew you would lose it. Any girl that he fucking wants, that think it is. Okay. No cap. Like no exaggeration at all. That nigga Michael is the coldest <laughs> nigga that I know. That nigga could pull any girl that he fucking wants. That nigga is cold. Like that's a cold ass nigga. And I'm not gonna lie, I hadn't seen that video. I, he never sent that video to me until probably about a year after. Who did That's I send that video? Friend. I don't remember. That's a real friend I don't, right there. I don't remember. He never what? sent that to me until a year after, and I was like, "Yeah, that's how I know he's really my brother." It wasn't me. a year after. No, it was. I it remember. Was it was like a year after. Bro, how long have you had that video for him? I had that video since I was. Oh, that's a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a camera. <laughs> You're being recorded now. Um, nah, nah, because I made that video. I look at the shirt I was wearing. I made that video January 2021. So, a, yeah, year, a year after. A year after not. You did not find no, that. No, bro. I did because I was when I, that was when I was the third time. Bro, that video I did not. Bro, I sent you that video. You found that video like like within like months or weeks of that oh, moment happening. Oh, no. no. I like. I remember. I remember because I was like, I've this never seen bullshit. this video before. I've never seen because I was like, yeah, six months ago. Six months ago. Yeah, that's uh, when you sent it to me. And that, yeah. So wow. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, that's, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's really my brother for real. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But that really makes me feel like really good about myself. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that I'm going to be trying to get every girl walking. Like, that's not. I'm. I'm not community dick. I don't. I don't have that. I. Also, don't smash every girl that I end up dating. Like that's not something that is entertaining to me anymore. Um, and and and, it, and and when and when it was semi entertaining, it was never really my driving force. 
I, I never wanted. I never really like to go out and just be like, yeah, I, 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 uh, I hit those. With, and because it it weighs on me. Mm-hmm. I and I'm not like every average man. Like I, I, I value I value sex more than more than just for just to hit somebody. Right. I mean, it's, it's a little more deeper. It's a little deeper. I feel like. You have a certain amount of emotional responsibility once you mm-hmm. she smashed somebody. Emotional responsibility. Man, we talked about that so many times on this mm-hmm. podcast. But we I haven't mean, actually. We haven't. I think we, we haven't talked about emotional. I responsibility? think we only talked about it on the message to Black America. Let's talk about emotional responsibility since it's a game podcast. Man, um, I think emotional responsibility. I think as as men in society, you know, it's like as, as Henry's, you know, high value men in training. You know, his squad. I I think. I think rest in peace, Kevin Samuels again. Um, <laughs> but um, I think we need to carry ourselves a certain way and not and not just be out here dogging women yeah. like that. Because I feel like as a responsibility to not only ourselves but to the black community, we cannot be out here playing these girls hella on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because because then that that's only going to screw them down the line. Because. Yeah. And it, and it affects our it affects the image of other black men. It affects the image of other black men. So if, you the, know? if a good black man came across, now he's dealing with a, a, a toxic girl because somebody else had played her. Right, right, right. And that's bro. happened a lot of times. But you just got to brush that shit off. Right. I mean, bro. at the end of the day, it's gonna come back. So like, if you if you screw somebody over, yeah, it, it always you're gonna oh end God. up with. I'm not gonna say you're going to, but down the line, you're gonna end up with something coming back and you know affecting you so like you got to think of it like like as a man you have a responsibility you have a higher responsibility in every aspect of life and that includes your relationship so your responsibility in your relationship is to i think men have more responsibility than women in a certain degree but they do do more for us if that makes sense what do you mean by that within the bounds of a relationship we have more responsibilities than than women do like we we are in charge we we are if there is no, like, let's say you're in a two-parent household with two mm. kids or three kids, right? If the man is not in the house, that household is going to be completely different. And it'd be, it, and in my, in my opinion, I think it's more drastic than when the woman's not there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not to say that when a woman's not there, mm-hmm. the household isn't as effective. Yeah. It's, it's drastically affected as well. Mm. But it does take both. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you can't really compare. You can't. I I say more drastic. I think it's just a different level of drasticness. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I mean, when you think about it, how many times do you see women painted out to be like, or mothers, per se, painted out to be bad? Not often. Never. Not often. But, like, if you, if you see fathers, more often than not, they're painted out to be the bad guy. The deadbeat, deadbeat stuff like that. So it's a lot of yes, bad mothers ma- out here. It's a, it's a lot of bad mothers. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of just bad parents in general. Like, bad, bad, like, facts, bad, like, bad parents. You gotta, you gotta think about it. Like, um, like as a parent, you have. Hi, mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I say I something know, about bad parenting, it's like, like my mom watches. She'll be like, oh, you. Think I'm a bad parent now. I'm like, I, I, I love didn't you, mean mama. it like that. Like, I love you, mama. No, but I'm saying Shout like out to Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> so for for bad parents, I feel like 
you have you have to understand like you have a deeper responsibility than just yourself and like what yeah, you thanks. have to go on, what you have going on. Like you're gonna affect not only your kid but now your kid's view of of relationships. Relationships, and, and, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, when they have kids, their kids are going to get passed on the same thing that you, like, they learned. Yeah, generational so, curses. Yeah, so that's how, you know, gener- generational curses start forming. Yeah. It's like people not fixing their issues when they have them. Yeah. And I feel like when we talk about generational curses, one of the main ones is, is emotional responsibility and mm-hmm. accountability. Because when we talk about where... um we get our ideas of love and how we are supposed to live our lives. Of course, our passions are driven, but how we obtain or how we walk down that road and, and, and choose our paths is because of what we've seen mm-hmm. and what we've seen work most of the time. Of course, there's that 15% of, of, of uh, or no, it's 10, 10% of individuals who are leaders and decide to take that path mm-hmm. and, and di- and divert from and even even then they're not diverting they're not diverging from everything mm-hmm. like they're not saying fuck society and all society's norms because some of society's norms are good but all that to be said when you look at when we walk down this road we walk down a similar road as for us our fathers yeah you know what i'm saying i i can i can even though i was trying to run away from it for so long Eventually, you are going to be able to look at yourself and be like, definitely is his, his son mm-hmm. because nobody else I know would even think to do that besides him, but mm-hmm. I did. That's valid. So, um, but on this tip, I kind of do want to turn it into, yeah, I do want to change the topic into, uh, into parenting, parenting a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about like our parents. I don't want to talk about our parents. I, I, I'd rather just talk about um, what we have learned. Like how we're going to parent in the future? Exactly. Exactly. Because okay. I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about my personal experiences because I don't know I haven't had that conversation about mentioning you know things about with you know my life mm-hmm. uh, with my mom yet on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I prefer not to. But I do want to talk about parenting and what we have learned from, you know, what conclusions we came to mm-hmm. instead of how we came to those conclusions. conclusions that we came to about our parents. No, or conclusions about that we're gonna about, that we came like to how about how we're gonna, gonna parent. parent in the future. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Kind of, yeah. that kind of confused me a little bit. Yeah. Um, for myself, uh, I'm gonna. I mean, the biggest thing, y'all know, I'm very big on respect. So mm-hmm. respect. I'm gonna. I'm gonna respectfully. Teach, I'm gonna teach my kids to 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 value themselves and respect themselves at all costs. Like I'm gonna, I'm really gonna show them like like because my family did the same thing for me. Like Thanks. like I'm like my name Josiah means fire of the Lord and he's also a king. Mm-hmm. So my family raising me, they always called me a young king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they even bought me a hat that I still have in my room that I obviously can't fit anymore. But when I was a baby, <laughs> it was like a little like a king hat and. Get it to you soon. Like and small stuff like that, um, like like brings value to to yourself. I Me, mean, like yeah, I nice. am a king. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I I can do whatever I want to do, and I want I want to give my kids the same type of um the the same type of environment, the same type of loving, loving, nurturing, caring environment to where they can yeah. to where they are comfortable. 
expressing themselves, but at the same time, they don't let people walk over them. Yeah. When when, when they do express themselves, you know, I think that there, there's a balance, and I and it's hard to 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 make to make your children want to do something, mm-hmm. but yeah. I definitely want to guide my kids towards that path of self respect and 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 the ability. To, to to where they can do whatever they want to put their mind to, you know, what, whatever their natural gift is. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna push them to 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 pers- to pursue that that gift at a at a deeper level mm-hmm. than they were before. And, you know, it's like I'm gonna cultivate that ability. I'm going to if they want to do so, if they want to do karate, I'm gonna pay for the lessons. If they if they like reading, Shout out to Kai. If, if facts, if 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 they Kaya, if if, 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 if they. <laughs> If 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 they like reading, I'm gonna buy them books. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just like my family did for me when I when I showed a very high aptitude for for learning history. My my family cultivated that 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 um that that ability that I had by by buying me books mm-hmm. to help me further my knowledge. So I want to give my kids the same environment so they can do to where they want it, to where they can feel like they can do whatever they want. They respect themselves, and you know they they, they just they feel like they are inherently the catch you yeah know? i want my kids to feel like surprised. i don't because like like once once you view yourself that way there is a certain level of there's a certain tolerance you have to bullshit Thanks. You know? oh my gosh that is so true that's that, that's why that's why i don't that's why i naturally just don't tolerate that shit anymore it's that like if, so if i if i sense bullshit i'm naturally just gone like we said yeah. earlier i'm just gone and, just pull and, back. And, and it's not a purposeful thing it's nah, just it's, it's just, just in me it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just it's just in me i used to have a like when i when i didn't when i didn't respect myself as much i used to have a, a high, higher tolerance to bullshit and i would i would let shit pass and slide and shit but now yeah it's cut yeah right bro right. i might i might play i might play about you know be like oh yeah you're cut but like if it if it's serious i really will like be yeah. like now nah, you're done thanks and i <laughs> regrettably you know and not even regrettably um i have done that disrespectfully mm-hmm. but um you know i try to I try to you kind of you, you you don't have to do it disrespectfully mm-hmm. yeah, no thanks bro you don't, you don't have to do it um disrespectfully but just it's just I don't know. It's just natural, bro. It's like just 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 don't just don't do that. And for me, I have like like I I like there are certain goals that I have to do every day, and every day I do that, it just builds natural character and integrity. And it's like I I respect myself because I respect my own word. Yeah. Like I truly respect my word. Like if I say I'm gonna do something today, I'm going to do it. And if I didn't do it, I'm gonna be mad because I didn't do it. But the next day, I'm definitely gonna do that shit. Yeah. So, so what do I look like taking bullshit from from, from somebody else when I don't even take bullshit from myself? Thanks. You know. So this is all all in all like that's that's how I would how I would raise my kids like have have them like raise them to 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 have the mentality that they are the king, they are the queen. You know, they are they are a leader. Yeah, you know, they are a leader. I think I for. You want me to go? You want? I was. I was just gonna say. I. I just wanted to change my clothes out the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just want to put my clothes in the dryer real quick. Okay. Yeah. Let me see what time this. Yeah, we We'll be right back on the. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> that's collaboration. Tough. Black Lotus collaboration. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Ah. And we're back. Yes. Um. <laughs> um. So like we, were a ta- pimp. we were talking about um how we would uh train or. Yeah, yeah, our, our, children. our I, children. I I didn't get a chance to talk about. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't see them either. Yeah. Um, 
I think my biggest thing would be to teach my kids how the real world actually works. Because I don't think a lot of parents actually do that anymore. Um, So, like, for example, like, when a kid wants to become a basketball player or whatever, I always, like, think about, like, do they really understand what it takes, number one, to become a basketball player, what it takes to get to that level? Number two, do they understand, like, the money they make, they're not really making. So, like, a lot of people don't understand when you get your salary, you're not really making that salary. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to basketball, like, you may be getting, like, 20, let's just say $20 million in a year, like, your top, top of the top. $20 million, cut that, you know, in a quarter, just for example, for taxes. And then you got to pay state taxes in each individual state that you play. Are you serious? You got to pay taxes in each individual state that you play because you're making money for that game in that state. Thanks. So... Yeah, you're making $20 million, but if you blow, you know, $10 million on this, 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 and this, you're going to be broke by the end of your contract. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. You got to learn how the real world works. You can't just um, teach a kid all these life lessons without teaching them how the world works. Like, money, money is not just something that, you know, you get, like, you have to earn that. Like, you have to earn it, and you have to make more of it. Like, not just with the money you get. You have to invest that, because the money you get is not going to hold you. Right. No. money you get is not going to hold you for the rest of your life. Not even even a... Like, even if you're constantly continuing to get checks from, like, a job, you know what I'm saying, and then that's direct income, not passive, you need to be able to set it up so that when you get your direct income, you set it up and you funnel it through the passive income so that you know now that this is... How we, uh, this is, you know, this is the, this is so that your money grows pretty mm-hmm. much. It's multiplying right. itself and it's working for itself. Yeah. And the other thing about it is like when kids get jobs at like 15, 16, they get jobs to spend money. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get a job so you can spend money. Yeah. You get a job so you can like live yeah. and fight, uh, like function. Yeah. So like you get a job and you get a check that's worth, you know, $400, $500 starting out as a kid working weekends. You can't spend 300 of it in the yeah. first week. Yeah, like you still gotta you still gotta live after yeah. that. Like, and your parents need to teach you that. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like if, if you get taught that as a as a kid, you'll understand that so much better as an adult. Because you know, there's a lot of people, you know, adults out here spending money. Yeah, because like even even when I got my first job, I was I was a victim of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, my mom always told me, and she always and she always was you know trying to she always made sure that I did this. Mm-hmm. I at least put. 25% of my checks into a savings account. Mm-hmm. And so when it came time for me to buy my car and to actually establish some net worth for myself, mm-hmm. um, I had enough and, uh, and I had more than enough. So I had, I had some stuff. And even when, and, and another thing that saving does is that you don't know how your life is going to be for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like for a minute, I didn't have a job, uh, for about, Six months. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't working for six months. Um, but I would do, like, DoorDash, so I would be able to, like... Make some make, Yeah, make, make something, but it wasn't any... It was chump change. Yeah, it was you know what I'm saying? It's, it's food, it's food money. Going, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I would be dipping... Whenever I had something, I had to, like, you know, if I had a car note that I probably couldn't pay for, I'd dip into the savings. And so, you know, I, I was still comfortable without having a job. You know what I'm saying? So um, that only comes from 
you being able to save a certain amount of money, you know what I'm saying, and you, you realizing that. So you don't know how your life is going to be. Um, so you got to be more financially yeah. you know, stable and, and, and responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like a lot of financial things that we learn, like we have to teach. We have, talk to, teach, we have to teach our kids, you know. It's like that's why, I mean, why if you, like, that's why white people know a lot, a lot more just yeah. about general finance and how to finesse the system because this is a system that they created and that they have been well doing. i won't say created it's a system that they um that they uh what's you can say understands better well no I, no no, no, no. It, it, it's they they architected they they, they were they, they are the architects of it because they understand the ins and outs and they what is like, what is the difference between that and created because when you when you create something, you also manifest it. They didn't manifest it. Black people manifested it. They, well, well, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about the, the, the straight, the straight okay, system, yeah, like yeah, the okay. straight, the straight finance. Like yeah, I get you. Like, 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 I just they, wanted to be. I just wanted to be clear. Uh, yeah. Well, you didn't <laughs> I, I always, I always have to clarify. Uh, I'm no, sorry. No, but <laughs> no, the thing is, like, when when you clarify, you clarify in the middle of my idea. Like, <laughs> I wasn't done clear. I wasn't done explaining it. I was. I I was okay. I was gonna say that like this is a system that 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 they have created, and they they have been and they have been in power for longer. Mm-hmm. So so they know the ins and outs of the system as mm-hmm. comparison to black people who were just who were literally just just, just led off in, in, into the proverbial wild, mm-hmm. and and we didn't really know a lot. We we didn't know a lot. We had to figure it out on our own, and they're not gonna really tell us uh, all the, all those all those secrets. Like eighty seven percent of of wealth. Of, of of wealth in this country is locked in just straight assets by white people. Like mm-hmm. I guess it's it's not moving. It's eighty seven percent. So that means thirteen percent of the rest of the population. And with that being said, I said I said this in the podcast the other day, like this is why we need to um this is why I really like Earn Your Legion. You know, mm-hmm. giving like spreading knowledge about finance to black people. You nice. know? So so then when they know, now we can now 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 they can teach their kids mm-hmm. how 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 to spend and what to invest in and how to invest and all, all the different nuances of finance that <coughs> all, all the secrets that we don't know about, you know, it's like, you know, it's important. We got to teach our kids that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Mike, it's your turn. My turn. Yeah, the last one. Uh, happy birthday to my TT out there. I know you watch sometimes, so happy birthday. Um, you probably won't see this till very long, but I just, <laughs> happy birthday. Nah, we just talking. Um, we want we'll, to there'll be a this. date on this, so you'll see when, when, when I said this, but I just want to say happy birthday. We want to release this like in a few weeks. Well, I mean, this this probably this one probably is is this gonna come out in a few weeks. Well, after Avatar Day, are we gonna do this one next? After that, yeah. That's oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you see this in a couple weeks, but um, or maybe four four weeks. Yeah, about a month. But um, yeah. Uh, I think that with, I think that what I was what I'm about to say is very close to Clyde. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we have to teach our children that the real world will chew you up and spit you back out. Mm-hmm. And the best way for you to teach your children how to, you know, survive that or thrive within it is for you to expose them to all the things that you should have been exposed to at the age that you think you should have been exposed to it. Like, for instance, I think that I should have had that talk with my parents probably about a year before I did. And then that talk was so vague that it just left me wondering a bunch of things. 
And that's that should never be in a child's head mm-hmm. to like wonder but without structure. Mm-hmm. Because if you if, if a person wanders without structure, they're gonna wander into some very strange places. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I guess this is like I, I can say this. I, I guess I can say this. If 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 I don't if, if I if I feel some type of way about what I'm about to say, i we could just cut it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my first porn site was F U C, you know, it was F U K, <laughs> right? And I looked that shit up at eight years old. Yeah, and that's how that's how a lot of kids start. Is like a lot of kids start with like a curiosity, like yeah, how do I like what is this? What is that? And, and they look it up on the internet because yeah. why am I gonna go to my parents and talk about it when I can just look it up on the internet? Exactly, it's comforting. so it's like. It's like you have to have it's less, that. It's less awkward. Yeah, you have to have that relationship with your kids, I feel yeah. like, in order to just openly be able to, like, you know, understand things. Yeah. Like, if you have a question, come, like, yeah. like come ask it. Exactly. Like, I'll give it to you straight. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to give you this vague answer because, like you were saying, if you get a vague answer, you're going to really, you're going to search for an actual answer. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to search until you're full. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's not something, you know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that parents have the capacity to do that by actually telling the truth about, you know, certain things instead of trying to, you know, wordsmith their way around the situation. Like, why do we tell our children that babies come from storks? Like, that's the stupidest thing ever. Like, you just say, like, like as you're getting older, obviously you change. I mean, you mm-hmm. change the story. You, you, you don't have to make it a fable. You can tell the truth without having to tell the full truth. Mm-hmm. It's just at every point in time, you just have to give them a little bit more of the truth until you think that they're at that age where you can just reveal the truth to them. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's not something that a lot of parents do. They'll lie to their children about mm-hmm. um, the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think like as a parent you should be telling like like a child like the how how they were conceived. Like, you <laughs> well, know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, now, six like, year old boy, like, this is how you were created. Like, like <laughs> uh, until I was like eight, I used to like eight or nine, ten. I don't know. I used to think that, that like, how women got pregnant was they used to go to the top of the hill and, and pray for a child, and <laughs> <laughs> and the child w- w- would be born. <laughs> yeah, that's how you thought you were born. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, I was. I was a hill. child. I was so a kid. <laughs> I was a kid. My my, I was not. Ex- I was not. I'm not gonna lie. Like now, a lot now of I think about it. Now I think about it. Now I think about it. I think that, I think that my childhood was just a little more perverted, because I was exposed to that so early. Yeah, mine, mine wasn't. My family kind of. I mean, I didn't really hit. Oh, it's like, not not not. not uh, they didn't hide it, but it's just like. It wasn't really like pushed yeah, on. It you. wasn't pushed on yeah, me. Like you didn't. You weren't exposed to it. Or, or young age, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I think that kind of re- that kind of reflects on on how I feel about like sex and stuff now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that does too for me because like I had I had a point in time where I thought that you know you were just supposed to that's that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, every person you date you're supposed to you know smash. Yeah, uh, and and that sex is an important part of all relationships. When in actuality, sex is just an important part in meaningful relationships. Very true. Because um, without sex, you're not going to be able to completely get a good assessment of your polaric value and your polaric uh, levels in, in a relationship and who's where and 
who and authentically mm-hmm. because sex what, what sex does is it exposes it exposes the true nature of polarity does it'll it? show you, yes does it? yes I, I don't know I don't I don't I mean know, and not I all I mean like and that you're not okay when I say polarity of course I mean masculine and feminine mm-hmm. the dominant and the and the and, and submissive or supportive role um of course a woman's going to want to do some things that are a little more dominant but you still have control for the most part over when you're having sex mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that that's in the, for for you know and, and for those who are in the more submissive role you can see that in their lives You know what I'm saying? And so when uh I have sex, I give but I also take what I want. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's you know, I'm not I don't feel entitled to it, it's just that something that I receive. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um when we talk about polarity in relationships, I feel like I feel like this this conversation really just took a turn <laughs> for the left. I, I, how the fuck did we get from? <laughs> Nigga, you show? took it that I way. I really did. You, you took it. Abundantly clear. Hey, you guys see exactly how my mind works. But <laughs> when, right, right when he said my first point. That's when I knew it was gonna take a that, turn. That's that's the moment I was like, where's 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 Michael about to take this conversation? But to 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 to. To bring it all together, I feel that when you expose your children to the actualities of the world, like mm-hmm. black, like how how police how police see black people, and you you teach them you teach them where black people come from, mm-hmm. before you teach them about the police brutality, mm-hmm. that gives them more of a better scope of yeah. reality. Right. And 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 if you don't do that, then you know you have to teach your children. Is censored in life. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. You have to teach your children what is censored, mm-hmm. and what and why things are censored, mm-hmm. and it's up to them to determine if they c- should c- continue to censor it in their lives mm-hmm. or to expose it. Yeah, and so for us, it's we're exposing what white America. Is done to us, and what they don't want us to know. Right. Um, and so I feel that, but also giving solutions. Yes, exactly. So, um, I feel like a lot of parents aren't doing that, and me and you had to learn ourselves what it was instead of. And I'm not saying that every parent is going to have the intellect that we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that every parent doesn't have that. Or I'm not saying that some parents don't have that. But right. um, I feel that there are certain things that they can teach their children that they don't. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And they want them to be uh, colorblind. <laughs> they want them to be PC. Mm-hmm. It's very, act, act like certain shit isn't happening. They want them to be happening. safe, and I understand that. But your children will never be safe in this world. Especially not in this society, man. There's so much bullshit. <laughs> Your children will never be safe, stop. so you might as well just prepare them exactly. for. You might as well prepare them for the worst. Right. I, I wouldn't them say too. prepare them for the worst. I, I'm, I'm not gonna like expose Sorry, my, my children to hell. Like, the fuck out of me. Right. 
think I have, I have, I have uh, OCD. But keep going. I'm not gonna expose my children to all, all the horrors of the world. I still want my child to be positive. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, of course. Like, I'm not gonna positive. make my child a cynical. Like, yeah, yeah. Cynical. Right. Like, like I, I don't, I don't want my child to to be like how I'm feeling right now about this country uh, when they're when they're eight years old. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like it's something you kind of need to like grow into. Mm-hmm. It's like like when I when I was younger, when I was younger, my parents. Um, I, I liked I liked history. But okay. Honestly, a lot of the history that I liked was like was like white history though. Yeah, you know, which but, is which is fine and dandy until you learn the real but, history. Mm-hmm. But but That's my family. My family never, never said, "Oh, learn the Black history too." Like yeah. it was never forced on me. It was something that I grew into as I grew into. into it, yeah, you know, I grew into it and now, and now I know both. Mm-hmm. So now I'm able to understand why certain things happen in American history, along along with how it coincides with race. You know, it's yeah. like it's like it's a gradual stepping stone. And my family knew that the environment that I was in, I I, I don't know what they're thinking, but I know that well, obviously everything worked out. Mm-hmm. Everything worked out. So I just think. Like you, you, you can't force too much on your child, but you know you have to like guide, guide, guide them. That's how my mom has raised me. Mm-hmm. My mom has never forced stuff on me, but she's always like tried, tried to like guide me and kind of like just, just, just subtly push me towards, towards the way that I should go. But it always came down to my decision. Yeah, it was still always. It's always, it's, it's always, it's always, and that's another thing. Like kind of to wrap this up, uh, the I feel that I feel that. One thing that our parents never really, at least, okay, I can't say are. My parents never really uh, told me was that the world is yours. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I feel like when you don't do that, your child is limited to thinking into a certain perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I, I'm not saying that, like, later on they didn't, they, they didn't, you know, help me realize that, but I feel like, when you're young, you need to know that the world is your oyster, and you can, and you literally can do anything, right. to a certain extent. <laughs> to a certain, <laughs> to a certain extent. It's your oyster, bro. That's what I said. Like you gotta, you gotta tell your, you gotta tell your son or daughter that, that they are royalty. Yeah. You know, like they, they are descended from royalty. You know, so like not, not even just talking about ancient ancestors, but I myself am royalty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you are descended from a king, so you are exactly. a king too. Exactly. This is a fucking monarchy in our family, you know what I'm saying? Like this 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 it's a monarchy. You know what Every saying? household so it's is like, a monarchy. You know, that's that's how, that's just the mentality wow. that, that you have to raise your kids with, you know, it's just like give them an aura of confidence and when you have that aura, you know, no one can tell you anything and you are going and, and not not like that because obviously you can't be stubborn. You, yeah. you can't be too prideful. You gotta be open minded yeah. with with, it, with with your beliefs and whatever you do and, and how you lead. But yeah. you know it does come down to just self confidence, how much you respect yourself, you yeah. know, and just reveal yourself as a king or queen or whatever, whatever is royalty in your mind. But have that yeah. have that mentality and perspective. You know, that's so, real, man. Yeah. But hey, man, this is the end of the first collab or I guess the first unofficial. Collaboration of the That's Cuff podcast and the Black Lotus podcast. We here, man. We hearing this, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all hearing this? Thank y'all for listening. Make sure to subscribe, like, and uh, leave us a review. Leave both of our podcasts yeah. a review. You know what I'm saying, yeah. come on, let's sure. let's let's get some of this traffic up on these, yeah. these yeah, podcasts. Come on, sites, I, you, know you know what I need? I need at least two hundred streams on. Each of our platforms. That's kind of well, combined well, or each. Well, no, each. I'm not even going to ask for streams because because the, the content will speak for itself. 
But if you're listening, like actually, just, I need. We're putting this on YouTube. I need at least fifty likes. But yeah, like this shit. Come on, I need like, at least fifty likes. I know you, Not only that, but of course we're gonna post it. Post this on our stories and everything. Yeah, I need everybody to repost. I need everybody to repost it. If you right. watch, if you watch the story. I'm swiping up and I'm gonna say, why didn't you repost it? I swear. Oh, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do all that because you know you're not entitled to. You're not entitled <laughs> to. Yes, yes, I am. I yes, you be, are. I can't respond to that many. But, it, but, it, but it's like, bro, bro, it's like if if, if, I, if, 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 if I be reposting, <laughs> no, nah, but for real, like if I be reposting your stuff, like at not least facts. at least do me yeah. the, the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. honor of reposting something that I care about in my life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like so you know, yeah. we out though. Do, do, do y'all yeah. be saying anything when y'all when y'all get off y'all podcast or not? Yes. We go, if there's nothing else to say, nothing else to do, that's tough. All right. Then you know what we say, Mike. As long as we show love. We'll stay consistent. Yes, Peace. sir. That's tough. That's tough. Hey. That's, that's hard. Tough.